All right, Jason, the Rockets are looking good in the bubble. Are they a contender now for the NBA title? I don't think so. All right, Roberto Osuna reportedly needs Tommy John. Uh, I'm kind of indifferent on that one. All right, sub-5A football started this week here in the great state of Texas. That's a good thing. All right, and you have all the sports you could possibly want happening this weekend. What will you be watching? Probably the Astros if I can get it on my television. All right, we'll have all this and more right here on the Right On Sports Podcast. This is the Right On Sports Podcast with Jason Becerra and Gabe Myers, your best source for local sports talk. The Right On crew will be highlighting all your favorite local teams and everything else the world of sports has to offer from right here in the Coastal Bend. And here we are. Here we are back for another great edition of Right On Sports Podcast. You got some great energy today. Uh, you brought in beer. Yeah, I did bring in beer. And I really didn't think you were going to. So kudos to you for uh, finally uncorking the thing we, we probably needed to drive this energy train. Next week I'll bring whiskey so we can really, really get wild. We might fall asleep. You might fall asleep. <laughs> it's true. All right. Have you been a uh, man? You've been like out of the loop now for a while. I've you, been out of the loop for a few went, days. You went like to Mars or something. I this went week. out to Mars and uh, it's livable, but very trendy on Mars. Surprisingly. There's Very a, trendy. There's a Louis Vuitton, but apparently it's just an art shop or something. <laughs> Very um, strange. You're talking about Marfa, Texas, <laughs> over my old neck and of the Mars. woods. And yeah. Mars. Yeah, Marfa, Texas basically is Mars. That's true. Don't they, is that where they you can see the lights? Yes. Right? Yes, you can. I've, I've actually seen the Marfa lights a couple of times. Have you? Yeah, this is a sports podcast, though. So. That's rad. So let's talk about sports, because uh, one of the topics that you wanted to hit off right off the bat, okay, well, you want to talk about 8-9 seed. I'd like to jump right into the Rockets. Okay, we can talk about the Rockets. The Rock- okay, I don't believe the Rockets are pretenders. They let Carmelo yeah. Anthony put him away last oh, night. God. I mean, for one, I think it's one of Daryl Morey's worst moves ever. Now, you said it didn't really cost the Rockets much, right? But It I feel didn't like it cost them. And it's, As far as resources go, they PR. got him on like a veteran minimum contract. Yeah. They cut him after I think it was six games. After he just kind of meandered. Yeah. So it's like then so, given a player of his talent, if you can get him for yeah. that little, the it's a low risk, high reward situation. So I understand why the Rockets did it. I don't think it was a good move, but I understand the risk because it didn't work out before when Mike D'Antoni had him in New York. No, it did not. So why would you? That's like going back to your ex-wife. Like, well, ah, yeah, we'll see if it works this time. And sure enough, it didn't. But then, but then. The uh, ex-wife makes a fool out of you on the national stage in a what real game. What is one game? Okay, so here's <laughs> here. Uh, this is something on. the audience should know about me. I really do not care You're about the results of regular season basketball. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not even a Rockets fan. This isn't me being an optimist. This is just me taking what I've been seeing. So I typically do not care at all about the results of regular season basketball. Yeah. I've been super into like the bubble games though, because I think mm-hmm. most of them have been pretty intense. And Portland is a team fighting for their playoff life, so they're sure. they got and Houston is they're they're in the playoffs. They're playing for positioning, but now there's a home court advantage. How into it are you? Mm-hmm. I think the Rockets have looked really good so far. They look good against the Bucks. They really look good against the Bucks. Well, here's what I like is that um, I think against the, against the Mavericks and against the Bucks, in both games, I don't think the Rockets played that well, and they still won. Well, in a, in the Bucks game, I believe they were behind. They were behind basically the, the entire game. Like that. Yeah, it was yeah. Like late in the game, and they finally were able to get some control. And they were hitting threes, but I also saw they're, some mid-range they're always, jumpers. They're always hitting threes, though. That's <laughs> yes, during the Western Conference Finals. Um, but otherwise, uh, they looked, they did look good. But last night, I didn't catch that game. 
I just saw some highlights, and of course ESPN was just drooling over Carmelo hitting that late three. So that's that's what got me on my riff this morning um, slash afternoon because we don't drink beer in the morning here at Right on Sports. No, I, I didn't get here till after t- it was like twelve oh five when I got here. So leisurely on time. Leisurely on time. Yeah. It was before Russell. We even pushed back our start time. <laughs> <laughs> And I was still here before you guys, and I, I was You've been late. showing up before me lately. That's weird. Yeah, I'm an early riser. <laughs> you are not an early riser. So and, uh, so talking about the 8-9 seed um, competition like you were uh, hinting at. Man, I so I'm into this. I, it's not just because the Spurs are all of a sudden playing well for the first time this season. Um, I'm Well, because everybody's within like three games of the 9 seed. Here, yeah. I'm going to pull up the standings right now. Portland's the ninth. So everyone's within two games of the ninth seed. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the Louisville West is in the San Antonio bubble. Spurs. The Spurs are a half game back of the ninth seed. Only two games back of the eight. Did the Spurs make the playoffs last year? They did. They did right? So they, they have a streak of what? How like many years? Like 22 is it? years. Almost as old as you. Almost as old as me. It's wild. Since Tim Duncan got there, that's their playoff streak. So I'll tell you right now, I think the Spurs land at eight seed. And part of it is because. Does Adam Silver really want to be the commissioner presiding over a Spurs team that doesn't make the playoffs? What kind of legacy will he oh be left with? I don't think Adam Silver cares. I, I think, think Adam Silver wants well. Zion Williamson and the Pelicans in the playoffs. And would a Spurs-Lakers first-round matchup be appealing? Not As a Spurs fan, no, it would not. That would be a sweep. <laughs> the Spurs, okay, our starting lineup right now, we're starting three guys that are under six foot seven, and then seven foot Jakob Pertl, who's an average at best big guy who? <laughs> exactly um i i know who he is uh, even before he came to spur he played at utah he was a very good okay. big man over at utah um not with the jazz university of uh, utah uh, okay. when he was in college um but yeah this is not like this is not a great and also lamarcus aldridge our highest paid player is just in san antonio man just doing doing whatever he's not ever really looked good as a spur and that's been such a disappointment I thought that was going to be a great move. Um, it's not like he was past his prime when he came in. I don't want to be Spurs doomsday here, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not been a great year for the Spurs. But we're finally playing our young guys for the first instead of playing Marco Bellinelli and Bryn Forbes, who are pretty much useless. Uh, we're playing Lonnie Walker and Keldon Johnson and uh, Dejounte Murray and Derek White and young guys that are athletic. We're playing our second-round pick, Quindary Witherspoon, which I don't know if I really agree with that, and I don't think you've ever heard that name before. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's actually – the Spurs are playing winning. We are one better. shot away from being 3-0 and in the bubble. Well, Shout and, out Shake Milton so there's for five, hitting the so game there's winner. five games left, right? Yeah, we got five games left. We're a half game back of the, eight seed, or the nine seed, two games back of the eighth. I don't think the Spurs will get it done, though. Well, we were looking at schedules earlier, right? And didn't we both look at Memphis and – they kind of Man, have a little bit of a brutal schedule. Memphis has a brutal. So they could play. Uh, so today's Wednesday. They play Utah later today. Uh, actually, like they're just starting to play Utah like right now. Um, they're playing uh, the Thunder yeah. on Friday. The Raptors on Sunday, the two seed in the East, the three seed in the East, the Celtics uh, next Tuesday. And they end their regular season with the Bucks. There's a good chance that they might just not gonna, win a game. Yeah. Maybe the the Bucks right are resting out. people, so maybe they'll beat the Bucks. But man, that's a brutal. Now on the flip side, the New Orleans Pelicans, who I think Adam Silver wants to get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. get to play the Kings, who they're they're playing the Kings tomorrow. Uh, then they get to play the Wizards, who are by far the worst team in the bubble. 
They had to play the Spurs, who are the best team in the bubble. I say <laughs> sarcastically. Uh, the Kings again, who are not exactly the best team in the bubble, mm-hmm. and the Magic. Yeah, you are like not the, uh, again not a very good team. Magic are the eight seed out east, but they're oh. thirty two and thirty six. They're not. They're great under either. five. Yeah. So yeah, and then the East is pretty much wrapped up. The East is pretty much the Wizards are in the bubble for some reason. Uh, <laughs> don't exactly know why, uh, but they're there. Uh, they're gonna lose to the Pelicans. They're gonna lose. They're just gonna lose to the teams that they play. Yeah, they've uh, lost all their games so far. Yeah, I don't even think their best player Bradley Beal's in the bubble. The Nets bubble team. The Mets, the I say Mets. The Nets brought Jamal Crawford out of retirement to play in the bubble, and he got hurt, right? Yeah, he got hurt yesterday. What? When? What happened? Did he uh, just knee or something? Yeah, he just like pulled up after, like he. Uh, I the injury like hasn't come out yet. What it is? Did I he play for the Rockets briefly? Jamal Crawford's played a lot of places. <laughs> it's possible he played for the Rockets briefly. There was uh, it was no in the Lou last Williams. Two years. Lou Williams, Williams played for the yeah. Rockets. Yeah, and Lou not Williams Jamal Crawford. I, there's there's. I lemon, won't go down the lemon rabbit pepper, hole right Lou now. Will. Yeah, I won't go down the <laughs> rabbit hole right now, though, of uh, trying to remember a certain player's name because we could be here for ages. Yeah, well, if you missed the last episode, Jason does have dementia. Yeah, it comes and goes. It, I don't, it doesn't really go. Did you um, get it? Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> it comes and goes, like my memory. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so no, so who do you think is going to end up in that eighth, ninth play-in series? Because they're doing that that play-in series at the end of the – if the nine seeds within four games of the eighth seed, they're doing a play-in. I think it'll be Portland and San Antonio. I think Memphis is going to fall off. Um, like they've already lost all their games since they've been in the bubble too. Yeah, it's hard to see. And Maybe that, that last schedule, Milwaukee game. Yeah, that schedule's gonna be rough. So I could just see them dropping off really quickly. Um, and I they're only know. two games up on the nine seed right now. Like yeah. they've lost there. I could see Portland and San Antonio passing them up, and San Antonio being right there um, with Portland, and then they end up having to play that. Play. I'm, I'm gonna say it'd be pretty exciting. So I agree with you on Portland. I'm gonna say the Pelicans instead well, of Marcus the Spurs. Aldridge versus old team. So you think the Pelicans instead? Well, Aldridge isn't playing. But oh, I think he's not a, even playing. Oh, so he's just in San Antonio, literally. Yeah, he's just he's not in, in Orlando. No, he's not okay. in the bubble. He is in What's San he doing, Antonio. Time with all his kids? I don't know. I don't know if Marcus Aldridge has kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, that's another. That's another rabbit hole. We'll go down. Yeah, we'll go down. You can go down on Earth Dad Game. Earth Dad Gaming on <laughs> Twitch. Um, Call of Duty. Shout out. But uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Pelicans and Blazers. Pelicans and Blazers. I'm right. say, the Pelicans have a super easy schedule, and the NBA I think just wants them to be in the playoffs. And also, sure. as a fan, I want more Zion Williamson. Yeah, that's fine. I want more Zion Williamson. But I tell you, I think the Blazers. So I don't think any of these teams are gonna beat the Lakers in the first round. The Lakers are the number one seed for a reason. Um, I think the Blazers could make things interesting though, because who do the Lakers have to guard Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum? Yeah. Who do they? I mean, they have. I mean, Alex Caruso is in their backcourt. Rondo, their best defensive guard, is gone. Avery Bradley, or I guess Bradley's their best defensive guard. He's gone. He's not there. Rondo's out with a broken hand, so that's their second best defensive guard. LeBron's not going to guard those guys. Danny Green's solid. I don't know who. Like the Lakers' depth might come to hurt them in the bubble in the playoffs. I mean, maybe they'll have Dion Waiters guard him or J.R. Smith or. <laughs> Or Dwight Howard, who's or Dwight, phenomenal. Or, or Dwight He's Howard, phenomenal. Well, Who Dwight Howard only plays like 15 minutes a game. He, but he fouled out the other night, or he had five fouls and like he probably had five 10 fouls. minutes. And he had one point. Well, which means come, he hit a free okay. throw, which you know he probably so, gets a bonus for. So when you, uh, but here's the thing: when you come, when you're a role player like that, when you're a big guy role player, you're not worried about fa- like if you're yeah, an- no, if you're Anthony Davis, he's just you there. are like 
if I'm the coach, if I'm Frank Vogel, the coach of the Lakers, I'm making sure Anthony Davis is not in any kind of foul trouble. But sure. if it's Dwight Howard who's playing 15 to 18 minutes a night, I'm not worried about him picking up his fourth and fifth foul. Yeah. Because I don't need him on the floor late in games. I need Anthony Davis on the floor late in games. So Howard, I don't, but he's been fine in his role. Uh, but I think I think Portland could take the Lakers six games in a first round series. I think it, they'd make it interesting. They'd make that series watchable. Unlike in the in the East, I think we're gonna get Brooklyn or Orlando playing Milwaukee in the first round. And I don't. Are they still gonna get about an MVP trophy this season? I believe so. Who's your MVP right now? I think it has to be Giannis. The, I have, so I don't really care. I know you're a Harden guy. Um, I, I don't really <laughs> I am, but I don't really care about the MVP though. Yeah, like I just don't. After they gave it to, after they gave it to Russ in the triple double year. Yeah, because my thing is you have Lost to. Lost a lot of. Well, the, my thing is you have to be on elite on an elite team to be mm-hmm. MVP. Like you can't be on a six or seven seed. You gotta lead a great team. Yeah, you have to lead a yeah. really good team. So like the year, Russell, I think the same thing in baseball. Y- yeah. Okay. And baseball is different though because like I can have Mike Trout, but the rest of my team sucks, so my team's not gonna be very good. Yeah, but whereas in basketball, what kind of leader is he? It, but in baseball, it's different because you can't one player can't make everybody else around him better. Yeah. Whereas in basketball, one player can. So like the year Russ won it with a triple double, I was a proponent for Harden winning the MVP that year because I think the Rockets were the first or second seed in the West, and Harden had put up pretty outstanding numbers. Um, There's an argument for it last season too. But see, the Rockets were like a five seed last year, mm-hmm. or they a four seed. Like I think it should be like a top two, maybe top three seed. So that's why you have to go Giannis. My only thing with LeBron is Anthony Davis leads the Lakers in points and rebounds. So yeah. that'd be my argument against LeBron, is that as LeBron now I think LeBron's better than Anthony Davis, but like statistics, but, for season. but it's become a statistical award. That's why I, the NBA media they just have like a narrative, and then whoever fits their like narrative, like whatever story they're writing of the season, that's who they give the MVP to. So I really just don't care about the MVP. I only like I said, I don't care about the regular season. I only care about the playoffs. Okay, like that I so that's why Kawhi Leonard's one of my favorite players because last year in the playoffs he stepped up big time. And Giannis against the Raptors in the playoff shrunk. It's unreal that LeBron James is already 35 years old, man. Is he, You remember him as a young guy, don't you? I sure do. You remember his, I actually remember him as a young guy. I remember that first stint in Cleveland. Man, okay, so the other Texas team in the bubble, the Mavericks have not looked good. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked them coming in because I was like, okay, they got two stars. They should be able to play well. And they gave about 190 points to the Rockets. It was actually like 150. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the 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 halftime score of that game was eighty five to seventy five. It's wild. Uh, that was a that was just an NBA game back in your day. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in, no man, really back in my day, yeah, the the whole game, yeah, I got you, I'm with you. <laughs> that was a, that yeah, that was just a full game, like you know, Bulls because they played defense, Gabe. Well, they didn't have uh, James Harden and they didn't Steph have Curry. They didn't have the three point arc in my day. Oh, you're not that old. <laughs> the Mavs are struggling, though. They need to get defensive players put next to Luka and Porzingis. But let's talk some baseball now because you're wearing your Astro shirt. So um, you got to put some respect on that name, by the way. That's Altuve on the back. Oh, I thought it was Bregman. Who, who uh, people have been kind of trashing here lately. Well, he's hitting like 150. He's off to a slow start. He is off to a slow start. And that's the scary thing about this truncated season is anybody off to a slow start can really kill your team but so however this is where like the uh, debate about how important an mvp is really to his team right Uh if springer 
is kind of the spark plug, and he starts really hitting well. Um, and the Astros start winning a little bit better, although they're only like I think they're six and four. They're six and four, it's which not is horrible. Thirty six and, and twenty four in like the sixty game season, which you know sh- that's what a lot of people were picking division winners to have a record of. Yeah. So the, and they're scoring six runs a game, so they lead the league right now. Pitching is probably the biggest woe. Of course, you saw Zach Greinke almost. Well, he got through like five and two thirds of a perfect game the other night, and he looked great. And then uh, he let up a couple and. The wheels fell off, and they lost the game to the Angels. But it's 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 but that's almost how it always goes in baseball is whenever there's like pitching dominance on your side, your pitcher is doing well, you don't score runs for whatever reason. And then the flip side of that is like you know if uh, it's it's a high scoring game on both sides just because both both pitchers are sucking that night. It's just it's just kind of how it goes. So well, last night it wasn't that way. The point is, Grinky should have won that damn game the other night. He only let up two runs. He got pulled at five and two third. Thanks, Dusty Baker. Who also now has killed Osuna. So bring Dusty AJ Hinch Baker has not killed Osuna. Bring AJ Hinch back. I do like AJ Hinch. Here's the fear with Dusty is he's had a lot of big name pitchers under his watch destroy their arms. Okay, but we're ten games into the season. And he's you already killed Roberto Osuna, <laughs> man. Not, okay, so the report is Roberto Osuna needs Tommy John. He pitched Osuna like three times. And he had a sore elbow. Now, remember, at the beginning of the season, that was the deal, right? He had a sore elbow. That no, the available. deal was he just wasn't ready. Actually, the like whole they said entire, he wasn't in shape. The whole entire the, bullpen. The, the whole staff had a sore elbow. Yeah. and they've been, But that's been a big topic of discussion is that they didn't but really Brent have Strong any kind of But Brent runs the pitching staff. Training. Right, but that, but that's not, yeah, but it's not an Astros issue or a Dusty Baker issue. It's you want issue. You you want to scapegoat Dusty. I Baker. like Dusty Baker. You want to scapegoat. I him. like AJ Hinch ten times more though. But but no, you were right a couple sentences ago. It's a league issue. Where yeah. every, like uh, Soroka the other day, he tore his Achilles. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's Thanks okay. For breaking that news, my, I just saw that uh, he was day to day. Oh no, he tore his tore Achilles. His Achilles. Yeah, well, he was my well, my young. well, my Cy Young pick is on the IL right now. Who so. was that again? Uh, Vert JV. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's on the IL. He'll be back soon though. Hopefully, so that's um. I don't know. He has a formed or strained uh, forearm. I who knows. It seems like the whole staff is a strange something. Yeah, it sucks. But the rookies, are, hey, Blake Taylor, my boy, is stepping up big time though. Christian Javier's look good. Christian Javier's looks very good. Paredes, Paredes looks all right. Looks I, I mean, he throws he throws ninety seven, so he's gonna have a place in the bullpen. I think, yeah, and I think that he, um, I don't know, I want to say he's built to be a starter, but he is kind of a small guy. No, he's a bullpen guy. He's a one inning. But he's guy. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. I just think we're you know he's a. He, I, you said. I think you said it on the last show. Maybe it was two shows ago. Whereas a lot of these guys would be in Corpus right now, if in a normal under normal circumstances. Definitely. Josh Reddick's wife said that on Twitter and got smashed because she said something about the Dodgers uh, beat us with. You know, we had minor league pitchers yeah. throwing, and all these people said, "How rude of you!" And I'm like, "She's speaking facts." Most of these guys would be in Corpus. Like Christian Javier is great, as great as he's been. Would not be in Houston no, right now in under normal circumstances. And Josh James probably just failed his way out of the, the lineup or out of the uh, rotation, and that's yeah, going to be interesting, not, too. He's looking terrible. He is not. I think he might just be a bullpen guy. I think and so. I think he can go multiple innings out of the bullpen, mm-hmm. but he's a max effort bullpen guy. He's, he's not a Brad a, Peacock. Yeah. You know, you might you might get three or four good starts well, out of him. I think Peacock is more – because Peacock, Peacock has better control. Oh yeah, so you can you can spot start him, but it, but that exactly yeah He's you better can out spot of the pen, start him. and then you can spot start him. You might get two or three out of him before he implodes. I remember in twenty seventeen, Peacock had a stretch for like a month, maybe it was two months, where he looked really good mm-hmm. as a starter. But 
He, but and he is a he's a bullpen guy that you start that he's a he's a spot starter. Yeah, and I think Josh, Josh James, James is. Guy. But he also he's a he's a he throws hard. Throws I think he just gotta let him go max effort. Like you can't tell him to start like okay only throw ninety six. Like no, yeah, let him overpower people. And and you know maybe he's just a little wild like Joe Kelly. And of course he's a much classier guy though. We're not going to talk. Around. We're not going to talk He's about Joe Kelly. Man. We're not talking about Joe Kelly on this podcast. Josh James greater than Co Jelly. Moving on. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have some struggling bats. Even though we're averaging six yeah. runs a game, Altuve's hitting like one fifty. Just think of that, though. Okay, okay, but here, okay. So here's my thing. It is a small sample size so far, mm-hmm. but Bregman, Altuve, Springer have been struggling. Yeah. Which guy do you think is getting back on track the quickest? Springer. I think oh, Springer. I'm so. Sub- I-, I thought you were gonna say Altuve. I was certain you were gonna say Altuve because <laughs> I wore the shirt. No, I think Springer. It just looks like he's been coming to life a little bit more so lately. I, so I'm with you too. I think Springer's been. Um, I think he's. Be- I think he's looked. He's starting to put together better at bats. Uh, and he's starting to hit the ball a little bit harder. I think there's a lot of pressure on these guys, and especially those three names, because they were the target of ire of all fans across baseball. Yeah, people did. They weren't even targeting Correa even after he told Bellinger to f off or whatever. It's been minor. Com- well, it's because Springer won World Series MVP. Yep. Altuve won the 2017 regular yep. season MVP, and then hit that home run against the Yankees. And Bregman's just a and badass it, bitch. Well, and Bregman was second MVP voting last year, and yeah. he's been top five back to back years. And he's cocky. And he, yeah, he's cocky. So it's uh, so that's why those are the three guys that have been targeted it, the is most. Is it irony that Correa is kind of carrying the offense on his back right now? Well, Correa has always been capable of this. He's been capable. He's just never healthy. He's healthy right now. He's super healthy. Super healthy. Daniela's got him on a good diet. You know, Correa told Daniela Stop. she couldn't go to the salon during the season. <laughs> it's good. You didn't want to uh, get COVID, dude. I'm surprised that they don't have a reality show yet. Honestly, Correa's not. He's not. He doesn't want a reality show. I don't know, man. It would just be would be be entertaining. But Correa's like a all baseball yeah. type of guy. Like he's not. He's a very intense baseball guy. Yeah. Like he would not be an entertaining reality show guy. He's just intense. Bregman would be an entertaining reality show guy. And Lance McCullers Jr. McCullers would also be an entertaining yeah. reality show guy. So okay. and, and he's and he's looked all right. I think in his last start he was a little troublesome, but I think it was uh, he's what having he came str- after like he's struggling four or five. with control. Yeah, he's struggling with control. His which, first game he was beautiful. So the last two has he had made three starts already or just no, two? Just I think two. It's two, right? Just two. So he starts start he tonight. Rough. Yeah, he starts tonight, Wednesday night. So when you listen to this, who are we playing tonight? The Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. The team we played oh, yesterday. Yeah, and uh, they. They torched Bumgarner. Yeah, who I really, really wanted in Houston. I so did I. Guy. Well, you know, he was only th- he was only throwing like eighty seven miles an hour. I was gonna say hour. we're probably very thankful he did. <laughs> well, no, he he. So like of all like we were talking about, it's a, we were talking about how it's a league wide issue that like yeah. pitchers are not ready. And you, for some guys like Otani, who Oof. like a couple years ago was throwing 90, 98 miles an hour yeah. on his fastball, can barely hit ninety three now. Yeah, like Bumgarner yesterday, he was hitting uh, like eighty seven on four seam fastballs, which it doesn't matter like how good of a pitcher you are, you're throwing eighty seven to big league hitters, you're gonna get crushed. Oh yeah, which is what happened. And he's not old. I mean, I think he's, no, he's, he's in his around. prime. Yeah, we, here's why things happen with Madison Bumgarner because Bumgarner's a bright lights guy. He is in mm-hmm. the playoffs. He excels. Yeah. So I think in a couple years, Diamondbacks are going to get frustrated with him because they're not going to be any better, and he's going to be frustrated because he's not pitching in playoff games. So they're going to trade him to like the Yankees or the Cubs or just or some, the Astros or the Ast- some organization that yeah, is for Josh in contention, <laughs> and uh, he's going to win a couple more World Series at the tail end of his career. That is my prediction for Bumgarner's career, and that's no, how I, I felt for a while. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's a good one. There's some guys out there like that. Um, I think the Otani experiment is almost over. 
that guy's he can't stay on the field or pitch. He can't pitch. Well, he two can years, hit. I mean, he when he was healthy, he could pitch. But he got Tommy John, and he's the majority of his time in L.A. has been kind of atrocious. No, he was in 2018. He was really, really good, like as a pitcher and as a hitter. That was only two years ago. Yeah, that and, was his first year. I yeah, think, and then right? last, and then he was out. He couldn't pitch last year because of the Tommy John surgery. Now he's hurt again. And he was a decent hitter. Yeah, but he, yeah, he just can't. They said he's available to bat, but off, yeah. off the bench. I, oh, I think can't. that experiment's over. Yeah, they said he's, he's his elbow or something like that. He's I think if they want, because he was an elite pitch, like he was mm-hmm. a better pitcher than he was a hitter in Japan. Yeah, and as a rookie, he was really good at both. I think it's. They were talking about mileage on his arm, like in Japan. He did. This guy was throwing over 200 innings every yeah. season. He's still and young, as a young, he came over at 23. Yeah. So it's so yeah maybe maybe it's maybe it's just miles on the arm. If that's what it is, and just make him a hitter. Now you're probably overpaying him just to hit. Yeah. Because he's a good but not. But great oh well, hitter. they like over overpaying. Yeah, they're um, paying Albert Pujols 35 million dollars a year. <laughs> he's so. still hitting grand slams off the Astros. He has 18 uh, grand slams man. in his career. 19 of them are against the Astros. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's an actual stat. And there's um, balls that still haven't landed. Yeah, that of one. Uh, yeah. Mm. Okay, so we talked about guys that you th- – so we b- we're b- I'm surprised we're on the same page. We both think Springer's on the verge. I'm worried about Altuve. I really am. The thing I'm worried about with Altuve is uh, his overall health. I mean, he's now – he shouldn't be past his prime, but he might be because he's right at about 30, 31 years old, and it just seems like since 2017 his – huge golden year yeah 18 and 19 they've both been on a down slope and you know and it's tough this year they're all out of sorts um but i also think the well, pressure without, I'm, I'm i'm seeing him just like look at fastballs like in the middle of the zone yeah like he's just not seeing the ball that's what worries me about altuve it's not it's that he's not seeing the ball like he's just not swinging at pitches he should be swinging at well and, and the dipshits out there are gonna say it's because he doesn't have a you know a trash can banging and he was the guy that used at least that's what's really frustrating and all that. But he's also been public enemy number one because he's been, you know, really, really good or, or, yeah, or one of or the best player on the team. So it's going to be important for him to get going. Bregman, I think, will get going no matter well, what. Well, Bregman, every year of his career has started yeah, slow. Yeah, he starts off slow. So, that, so I'm not really worried about Bregman. Now, he needs to see what's funny. We don't have mo- a lot of time. What's most years, it's about game 60. Yeah, that he yeah. like get, that he becomes Alex up. Bregman, that you know the elite player, not this guy we're seeing right now. Well, if that starts in the playoffs, then yeah, he he could be one. Of, he could hit two twenty in the regular season, and coming into the playoffs at four hundred. Yeah, light um, it up. But I'm worried about. I am worried about Altuve because he just doesn't look like he doesn't look like himself. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about because he's not. He, he got married in this offseason, didn't he? Or was it the year before? Yeah, maybe it was last. No, year. he's well. Even if it was, just, he had he's been with. That he's been Sometimes with. that changes things, man. Let me tell you, when know. you get married, Gabe, it's all going to change, bro. Life advice from the Ride On Sports Podcast. Locked in. But we're going to take a break right now, give you a message from Ride On. We'll be right back with high school football and all other sports happening this weekend right here on the Ride On Sports Podcast. I'd like to take this minute to talk about RideOnCorpus.com. Ride On Corpus is a lifestyle media company that creates fun in our city by promoting experiences that you guys will love. They are the people to turn to for advice on everything Coastal Bend. What fun shall you do today? Find out at rightoncorpus.com. And we're back here on the Ride On Sports Podcast. I want to touch on some high school football here. 
So it starts uh, this Monday. It started back up. Teams are practicing again at the sub 5A level. Uh, some of the notable notable teams in that region here. We got a uh, Cal Allen, of course, Corpus Christi Miller. We got uh, Rockport, a team that went pretty far last year. They went to uh, they went to the third round of the playoffs. Sinton, Robstown, they're starting to practice again. Port Isabel, uh, I guess, or are they not here? Uh, I think that's a Valley thing. I'm from the Valley, so I get it mixed up sometimes. Uh, <laughs> that's Ingleside, okay. You have dementia. I do have dementia. I'm getting it much earlier than you are. It's contagious. <laughs> Aransas Pass, Mathis, Orange Grove, those are here. Um, London, Corpus Christi London, they're practicing this week. I'm glad you threw Corpus Christi in there because you can you imagine how many people would have been thrown off? London? They're going to play London, a high school team? That's, that's a, miraculous. That's a hell of a road that's trip. A, that's a road trip. going to fly across the pond and go eat some uh, fish and chips and drink some boring beer. That's a different conversation. I looked at Russell right when I said that. Yeah. He didn't budge. He was that, like, you're wrong. That is a different conversation. But, yeah, so we got a lot of teams back in action this week. There is one. So uh, Cal Allen was looking to fill one last uh, preseason game non-district game and i love who they filled it with the bel-air episcopal well that they already had that game. christian and jordanton and kerrville tyvee kerrville tyvee that's the <laughs> one gonna wait to the last minute. that's that's the one i'm excited and about that, and here locally so that'll yeah. be fun and it's a uh, so that kerrville tyvee if we who they, can go if we can go <laughs> we will figure it out um but kerrville tyvee they're the team they uh calon lost to them last year and i believe in their regional final they played them several times in the last decade or so, and they've always been pretty solid games. Well, yeah, Tyvee's – so you know that's where Johnny Manziel went to high school. Sure did. So that's – um, it's, so, it's up for being renamed. Is it really? Manziel Ma- Ma- Field. Kerrville Cur- <laughs> yeah. Manziel. Yeah, with a uh, hyphen Tyvee. You can't take out the Tyvee. Manziel Tyvee. Um, yeah. But no, so I'm, I like that Callan did that because it's a message to your team because that's – that's the type of team you're going to have to beat if you want to win a state championship. So get to play them in preseason before you enter that monster of a district. Um, and I think, too, get because— get your team the experience. Well, and like we talked about in the last one, and well, when we had our amazing conversation with Lynn Hayward that you guys will never hear. Hey, we're having him on again, They'll be though, revisiting soon. this conversation. But something he pointed out is Cal Allen has trouble with their non-district schedule, um, just getting teams to play against them. And— when you have uh, two of the schools on their non-district or private schools, I don't know how that's going to go. You know, like are these these? How do you scout a private school? I mean, the who same do they way play? you scout Aren't a these public tap school. schools. Yeah. So how? Like, I mean, are they like they have a full full roster? I mean, this is like a full school. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. Full. Well, one of I is think, it going to be um, a seventy to nothing, Be-no, or are they going to come Bel-Air out? Bel Air went like far in the Taps playoffs last yeah. year. Bel Air is a good team. I know nothing about Cornerstone Christian. Taps is hard to really follow, especially well, size wise. Well, how do they line well, them up size wise because in Texas, like in like California, the private schools are like better than public schools. Yeah, in, in some other states, but in Texas, the public schools are the better are the, are the better schools. Athletic wise, athletic wise, yeah, athletic wise. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, who knows? What's gonna look, but I know um, it's pretty interesting. Bel Air Episcopal, they are they're a really good team at the private school. And level. they're gonna be pumped. They're gonna be really pumped to play. Yeah, a, get to play a, a Cal Allen. State title contender. Yeah. A public school state title contender. So it'll be I mean, in Cal Allen, they need they they're gonna need to get their feet under them. All the all the teams that are playing need to get their feet under them at the beginning of the season because it's a we you didn't have at least not to the level that you would normally like the summer workouts or the summer program. 
So it's it's a very weird. It's just a very weird year. I think Kyle Allen's going to thrive. I think well coached teams are going to thrive in this weird season. And by the time um, we get to that Miller game on October sixteenth, that's going to be in the yeah. So of so it. speaking of Miller, they have um they have that uh what's it that Vets game September twenty fifth, mm-hmm. and then they got Corpus Christi Ray a rivalry game, and I think those are those are the two oldest high schools in Corpus. I believe they are. I'm sorry, um, you said Ray and Ray Ray and Vets. Yeah, Vets being the youngest, and then um, no, but no, I'm Ray saying Mil- yeah, Miller, yeah, yeah. Miller and Ray are the Miller two oldest. Ray, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my dad played there whenever they were still. They at had Miller candles in the Ray. hallway at Ray. At Ray. Oh, yeah. they had candles in yeah, the hallway. Yeah, candles in the hallway, and then especially out in the stadium, they had those weird dome things behind the candles to shine light on there. My dad doesn't listen to this podcast, otherwise he'd probably punch me in my grill. All right. Well, uh, but yeah, so I'm ex- I like that we that Miller, despite not being yeah. in the CCISD district anymore, got two uh, city rivalry games into the, into their schedule. No, absolutely. And those it's, are the two biggest rivals right now in CCISD vets, just with everything that happened last year in both games. Um, and then Ray, just that's the oldest rivalry here in Corpus. So, have you heard any updates on basketball? No, I think bas. I feel like set. I feel like the UIL is just kind of hoping nothing bad happens, but in in a way, kind of every sports league is just kind of hoping sure. nothing bad happens. Yeah, just keep it just keep it under wraps. Things just cruising along as best they can. But I do not. Yeah, I've made I've voiced my opinion. I do not like the no basketball tournaments thing. It's uh, it bothers me. Moving on though. Yep, and then we'll come around into spring at some point. We'll come in. and baseball will Go. get going for the high schools. Hopefully, hopefully, and track and. Everything will I be feel like track you can socially distance in, though. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, you should. I don't know if you could wear a mask while you're running. That would be a little I could socially distance myself in track because <laughs> yeah. I'm just not as fast as everybody else. So I'll be so far yeah. behind them. Yeah. Well, that's. But then uh, they're going to all. Everything is going to be coming behind them, though. <laughs> you're going to be sucking it all in, oh, especially <laughs> when you're hyperventilating and they're, they're running way ahead of you and you're just going to suck in all of their germs and. They is that how to, this works? We are not doctors, so don't take our no. advice. We um, and we specifically said let's not talk about COVID whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, in Jason. The show, but let's, here we go. Let's not do it. Thanks uh, for bringing it up. So let's move on. Uh, we Big got weekend. Yeah, this weekend we have everything happening. All right, we got NBA all day, every day, Thursday to Sunday. Baseball all day, every day, Thursday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. PGA Championship, the first major of the year in golf, which is a sport, Russell. Um, and no one's going to be there to watch it, though. No one's going to be there to watch it, so but it's been it going really on. Happened? It'll be on TV. <laughs> it's a fake. <laughs> it's off. The moon landing was fake. It's, it's a. It, they're actors, and it's scripted. All right, it's buddy. The only reason Tiger makes it back in the PGA because it's hey, scripted. I watched Tiger Woods win the Masters last year from a hospital bed. I had appendicitis the day before. Say, let's tell this story. I know I had appendicitis the day before, so I was reco- I was waiting to get discharged and. It was in the morning, so I watched him win from a hospital bed. I like Tiger. Um, I think the PGA is better. Oh, golf is so much better with Tiger. (laughs) Otherwise, it's hardly watchable, to be honest. So I might have placed a few wagers last year on the Masters. Uh, It's possible that I did. All right. Um, And I wasn't. In theory, I wasn't going to place a place one on Tiger because I didn't. You know, I didn't think he was going to win, but I did. Because I was like, if he's in it on Sunday, like if he's in contention, I don't want yeah. to be the one person in America not rooting for Tiger. So I did, and he ended up winning. So it was a great decision. What were the odds? Do you remember? Um, like twelve to one. Okay, something like that. So ev- everyone that, in theory, that I bet, uh, I okay, I don't want to say in theory. Everyone that I had placed a wager on was about 
the same. I bet like twenty bucks on about ten. Golf, I would think would be odds. hard to put odds on because I mean, unless, unless well, you're really there, like a just, guy who no, knows knows the course. So, like, you know, so, so you just kind of do it based on like who's really good. Like I think the favorite this yeah. weekend is Brooks Kepka, uh, who has been really good in majors in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently this course, the so I need to figure out if I were gonna bet on this, who. Hit who is like the best with their driver just hitting the fairway because I hear the rough is really really hard not to get like I actually have a friend who's a professional golfer uh, that we can get on a show okay that'd be um, awesome but my uh, oldest son's really into golf and he plays for Gregory Portland so um, maybe I can get him to listen to the podcast then yeah uh, plus <laughs> plus one is something man yeah plus one um but yeah so I hear the rough at Harding is like really really thick so you're gonna want to, You need to be able to hit the ball straight. Basically, you're gonna need to be able to hit the fairway because the rough is pretty bad. So I need to look at some statistics, some analytics there. For I would I make, imagine it's really windy out there too. Huh? It is. Yeah. It, it's windy and the rough is really really Great bad. Weather, dude. Takes me out to San Francisco. Anyway. So we got that all day Thursday to Sunday. Stanley Cup playoffs all day, every day. I will not see any Stanley Cup playoffs. I have been. I apologize. I've I w- just been boycotting the. NHL for like 15 years now. What? Uh, any reason? Ever since their last lockout. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah. Just don't get over grudges, man. I hold oh. them forever. No, really, it's just that it. a lot of times the Stanley Cup playoffs happen during the NBA playoffs. So honestly, this is probably the only time you could actually catch the Stanley Cup playoffs direct, um, not competing against the NBA playoffs. But their the NBA playoffs going to start in about two weeks, though, and the Stanley Cup playoffs will still be going on. Yeah, and then it's going to be over. No one's so. going to watch it then. So, okay, and then you got UFC Vegas 6, Derek Lewis versus Alexi Olenek. Derek Lewis, the black beast from Houston, Texas. Right on. Right on. So just with that, H-Time, you got you to gotta go for that guy, right? Yeah. No, he's going to represent. He's probably, if he wins this fight and his next fight, he'll get a title shot. So he's already had one title shot. He lost. Uh, and he's come back. He has he won his last fight, which I was at, which was it was in Houston. Um, and if he wins this fight and his next fight, I think he'll get a title shot, the heavyweight title in the UFC. Wow. Champions League soccer, Friday and Saturday afternoon. Okay. Uh, you won't be watching that, <laughs> but I will. So Football. What, so are, is baseball the only thing you're watching, Jason, or will you expand your horizons? Oh, no, I'll watch the NBA, too, quite possibly. Um, I'd have to pull up a schedule to see, like, whenever the good games so the, are happening. The games the are, like, all day. Like, NBA yeah, games. They started like, they're starting at, like, 1230, which really is really weird. Good, but it's also bad because that means I get nothing. Okay, are they playing ever. in a in a resort ballroom? Or are they in a gym? No, they're in a gym. I've been trying to figure that out. Okay, they're in a gym. Because I know we talked about that before, but they're the lighting things like, in like that. Resort ballrooms. So did you put in so that you could be one of the digital fans I watching? Did, I did not. All right, I did that, and uh, but I haven't got a call back yeah, yet. Gotten a call back, but it seems really awkward. It's really awkward. I guess they're watching on their computer. And I, using yeah, the I wouldn't. Webcam. I wouldn't want. It's very strange. Because I like to lay down sometimes when I watch games. Well, so. and then are you are you not able to say if you wanted to drink? So it's sponsored by a beer company. I'm not going to say Michelob. their name. Oh, oh I was you gonna weren't going to say it because they suck. Uh, no, I can't say they suck either because they could be a potential sponsor one day, and then that would become the greatest beer ever. Don't worry, we'll just fire Jason if they but, ever do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you got to get rid of that one guy who doesn't like Michelob. Okay, bye. God, what a Michelob, I was I backing you with. from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Shiner. But anyway, so if you pulled up a uh, competing, competing beer in your hand as you're one of these digital fans, are they going to cut your feed or something like that? Like, There's probably contractual obligations, and it just all around it just seems like a very awkward thing. And then if you're a player and you're playing in front of, in front of people with like 20-foot-sized heads, how weird is that? 
I don't think they notice the fans. Here's something to close out with. Do you like the piped-in uh, audience noise, the fan, the crowd noise, or is it awkward? For yes, you? I do. You do like it. I do like it because it makes it feel like normal to me. Someone's very talented with the buttons, whenever uh, during and it, especially like baseball, where it could be a foul ball, it could be a pop up or whatever, and they have to. I'm assuming they have hundreds of files for the reaction to that. And they've, they've been pretty good with it. Yeah, I, I'll so tell you what, what sport needs it the most is soccer, and soccer's been doing it, and it sounds pretty good with soccer. Yeah. Well, because in, they like, do the chants. And like European soccer games, yeah, because yeah. the fans are chanting stuff the entire time. Yeah. So they have the chants. Like, are going they playing on. it in the stadium, or is it just broadcast? They're playing in the. Oh, okay. it's just broadcast. The okay. stadium's silent. Because in baseball, I, I, from what I understand, they're actually like piping it into the stadium. Hmm. So I wonder how the players feel, here too. feel about that. I think it would be freaky the first I, time you hear it. I like it as a like as a viewer. And then do they throw in like a little bit of uh, you know guys hounding a player? You know, like <laughs> I don't think I have so. Too very suck. You know, something like that. I don't think they're doing that. You gotta add that in because that could be maybe that's what Altuve's missing is somebody trying to chide him. You know. I think Bregman feeds off that more than Altuve. Probably. So I'll be watching all these sports. So I have a now I have a three TV setup. Okay. And I have my laptop and my iPad that I can also <laughs> watch games on. You know that there are some clinics that you can receive help for with that addiction. <laughs> I went without for four months, Jason. Now you're just you're uh you're just now I'm binging to your body. Now yeah. I'm binging. You're doing overload. I, I sent it. To, I'll send it to y'all this weekend when I start doing it. But I was doing it this last weekend. I sent it to a couple of my friends. And one of my best friends, Travis, he texts me back. He goes, my head hurts just seeing that. <laughs> it's like your own personal sports bar. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And I don't have to deal with other people. <laughs> well, Spe- speaking of. You're, uh, you're socially distancing while yeah. watching sports. Man, so so this weekend you don't have to do it. But next weekend you got to come by because it's the UFC pay-per-view. You promised you would watch it. That's not Vegas 6, right? No. That's this weekend. Next weekend is Next what? weekend is UFC 252. Oh, the heavyweight title fight between Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic. Oh, I'm glad you said that name. Miocic? Oh, because you wouldn't be, be able to say Miocic. it. Miocic? M-I-O-C-I-C. Michelob. You've been having some Michelobes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we have been having beer on this podcast. This is the first time we've had beer on the podcast. Will we do it, it again? A, I think we definitely will. I'll bring it next time. All right, awesome. We yeah. need like one of those little Yeti coolers. We do. So, I just brought it in my backpack. Uh, Yeti, a wonderful Texas company. Whenever, when whenever you, you want to sponsor this, us, yeah, send us some some stuff, and we'll we'll plug it for you guys because you probably don't get enough of that. No, I don't think you have enough advertising. Uh, has anyone really heard of Yeti? To be honest, no. I think they're a very small, they're an upstart company. Yeah, yeah. They need to put some money into advertising in a local podcast. So I don't know if their products are worth it. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> says the man with the Yeti cup. To yeah. his, to his right, to it your does, left. It, yeah, it lasts a long time. So, um, what yeah. else? I, mean, I think that's it. Oh, oh yeah. One thing I wanted to say about all the sports happening this weekend. Mm. This is how you get Corona solved. This is how you solve the coronavirus. Everybody stays home and watches sports. They don't go out. This is how we eradicate Corona. And then just hopefully all the players don't get it. Hopefully, like the so Cardinals and Marlins, you are and, seeing the well-run teams yeah. and the teams that are not getting it. Well, okay, and that was uh, before we get out of here. <laughs> not to extend this much further, but I really thought baseball was going to get canceled on Monday. That rumor was flying around. So now I've seen some kind of I deadline about thought. August fifteenth. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that's a deadline of you guys need to get the corona ironed out a little bit better, 
or we are going to shut it down. I just not. say cancel the Marlins season. I like the Marlins matter. Well, and I think it is, well, and at a certain point, I think you got to take teams who are just non-competitive. You know, like they're just they well, know who's non-competitive, who's not, and not just, just non-competitive, but like just not following the protocol. Yeah, because like so, like the Orioles and well, the Orioles actually the playing surprisingly are well this cheaters. year. Yeah, uh, but like the Tigers, for example, are not a competitive team. Right. But these games are important to the development of their young players. Right. So the Tigers, if they're there following the protocols, let them keep playing. Sure. But if you have a, a bad team like the Marlins, who's yeah. just not following the protocols, get Ran, them out of here. We don't completely run by I, a scumbag. I mean. Yeah, you're not a Jeter guy. Um, but I mean, no. but you, but get them out of there because teams like in that east, in that eastern section, teams mm-hmm. like the Yankees and the Rays and uh, the Nationals, Phillies, like those teams are competing. The Braves, they're trying to compete for a World Series. Like they have a legitimate chance. They to could win. alter the schedule some because they've already done it. Yeah, so get the Marlins out of there and figure <laughs> out how to play the season without. There's them. no reason for AL West. To only play the NL West and AL West. There's no reason for just the AL Central. Because a lot of these teams are even aligned with each other in their time zones. And you can alter the schedule and start letting these teams play each other from across the country or whatever. Well, I mean, None if, you, of have this to, makes if sense. you have to do that at some point, then you have to do it. But, yeah. I'm just, but I'm saying if these teams, if they're saying we're not going to – if the teams aren't following the protocol, get them out of there yeah. and figure out the schedule Especially thing later. dirty scumbag Cardinals. You are not – I'm not a Cardinals fan either. No. Um, they're full of cheaters. But my point, though, is that it's Hackers. my point is that just that there are that you're seeing who the well-run organizations are because mm-hmm. the Astros are not hearing anything about Corona from them. The Dodgers, nothing from them. The Yankees, nothing from them. The Rays, nothing from them. Like it's a you're not seeing any like of the the Braves. Yeah. Like you're not seeing anything come out about, oh, Ronald Acuna, Jose Altuve, Cody Bellinger, Aaron Judge. I think they have managers corona. that keep things really tight well, and the Cardinals have a young manager like I think he's in his second year or something with the Cardinals yeah. the Marlins I don't even know who their manager is probably some guy that it's actually Don Mattingly oh, that's right that's right and but he's never he hasn't done well anywhere he was in LA right and, yeah and he's just he's just there he's like an icon it's like hiring Ryan Sandberg you know they're ruining the guy's name get him out of there um but but that just because he's a, a, a it was a good ball player doesn't yeah. make him a great manager at all and some of those managers didn't even have AAA experience or AA experience. They just had a name, and they threw him out there. Like Brad Osmus, and look where he is now. But former catchers usually make great Former managers. catchers are pretty good managers. That's, That's why A.J. Hinch needs to come back. Yeah. I don't know what Dusty Baker played. He I mean, was like he was, a third baseman, He was playing in the 20s and 30s, man. He so. uh, Fun fact about Dusty Baker, when, Aaron, when Hank Aaron hit number 715, Dusty Baker was on deck. Yeah. He's been around a long time. He's Didn't been he around play? a long time. He played with uh, Jackie Robinson, right? Uh, there's there's no, a there's a story no about a relation between he and Jackie. Maybe Robinson. Maybe he was like the ball boy. Like no, he was like a rookie. Because I mean, he retired from playing in like the seventies. Yeah, but Robinson Maybe played in the forties, you know, or something like that. So seventies. Maybe he had a thirty-year career. I'm gonna look this no, up. No, he did not have a thirty-year career. There's a there's a there's a relation between Dusty Baker and Jackie Robinson. Dusty Baker did not have a thirty-year career. And he had a junior onto his uniform just to just to <laughs> cement that fact. So while Gabe's looking that up, well, I'm gonna I, fill he your have, ears with gonna, <laughs> Oh, I, I don't you don't need to fill any sponsors. You don't need to fill anybody's ears. So Jackie Robinson 
Dusty Baker played and 18 years Dusty from 1968 Baker. to 1986. Dusty Baker idolized Jackie Robinson. Boom! I made my point. All right, this has been a great podcast. Hey, you know Dusty Baker won MVP one year. That's pretty impressive, honestly. Oh, wait, no, he didn't win MVP. <laughs> <laughs> he was fourth in the MVP voting. That's still pretty impressive. That's good. I, I, I do like Dusty Baker, and they already uh, extended him for another season. I just don't know if he's a good manager for the Astros, man. We, really, if the Astros are a team, okay, I think, though, you can put on autoplay. We, we're over – I think we're we're 10 games into the season. Let's not overreact. Well, he already murdered one pitcher. Hopefully he did he not murder, murder Osuna. All right. Justin that, Verlander. All right. Oh I'm going to slap God. some sense into Jason before this the is, next it's episode. It's out of control. We got another season of it. A.J. Hinch is going to become the Dodgers manager. You don't watch. speak that evil on me. That That's already going around. Um, Don't speak that. Derek Maine is two seam fastball. Man, that was a nasty. If y'all didn't see that, go on Twitter. Just look or Dustin May. Dustin May. Go yeah. look up Dustin May, and it's uh, the fa- the two seam fastball he threw yesterday was not it. It doesn't even look real. Another great text in the Dodgers found to pitch and lead their staff going down. Going, yeah, he'll be leading that staff. Well, he and Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller. I don't know where that guy's from with that kind of name, but um, probably California. Yeah. Let's see. We can look that up right now while you we can look uh, that up while we finish out this podcast. While you uh, pollute the airwaves with. Well, we need to go get some uh, late lunch. Yeah, that's, we that's do, what's coming we do up. We need to get We're late gonna lunch. get some tacos, and yeah. we can't say their name because they're not an official sponsor yet. But uh, sounds like we'll have some good tacos. Yeah, we're gonna have and some great tacos. I had them last I week. I picked up mineral water while I was why did on you Mars. Get, why did you get mineral? Well, it's water. from mineral wells, and supposedly it can be a great healing source. And I'm telling you, since I started drinking this mineral mineral water the other day, okay, um, I haven't slept, man, for like two days. That is not good. So Walker Wheeler's from Lexington, Kentucky. Ah, okay, All yeah, right. that makes sense. But Johnny Walker, Walker oh Bueller, gosh. Kentucky. Okay, that's gonna wrap us up this week. If you liked what you heard, hit the subscribe button. <laughs> if you don't, blame Gabe. <laughs> it, blame Jason, uh, or we can fire Russell. One or the other. Um, got to You got to get that one in before I, the I end. I had to get that one in before the end. He has not been paying attention. He has a great looking plate of food up on his iPad. Well, Russell's a great looking dude. Russell is a great looking dude. Um, <laughs> someone in this room. someone in this room knows what they're talking about. But that's gonna wrap us up here today. Episode Thank, seven. Episode is it seven already? I think so. Gosh, we've been doing this for so long now. Man, we're we're coming up on our anniversary <laughs> ten pretty soon. <laughs> anniversary. We're going to celebrate probably with some pie. Are you going to bring pie? I'll bring some American pie. My, my, it's yeah. American. <laughs> my mind went elsewhere. I, I, I don't know if we want me singing on the show. Ratings just went down. All right. Thank you for tuning in. This has been the Right On Sports Podcast. I'm Gabe Myers. And I'm Jason Casera. Thank you very much. See ya.